presents Vampire the Masquerade Hellfire Nights Good evening and welcome back to a special episode of Hellfire Nights. I'm Raz, your storyteller, and I am here with possibly the three most colorful uh, of our of our family. What? Our Thank family. You? you don't think you're the most colorful? No. No. The guy. Ashton Brenner's entirely drawn. Exactly. I'm a guy who's kind of got this thing. <laughs> she's, yeah. she's a girl who's a friend. She's not a girl friend. She's a girl who's a friend. Right. Who may I don't want know to why destroy the entire world. Who may Let's... want to destroy the entire world? But hey, check this out. I am a forward-thinking man. I, if she wants to destroy the entire world, then more power to her. If she wants to, you know, get a job as a as a psychiatrist, you know, that's her prerogative. That's awesome. Girl power. You know, more power to you. <laughs> Think that drops onto the Harley Quinn Suicide Squad we were speaking about earlier. <laughs> you want a job as a psychiatrist? I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yes, we are with we are joined by our three uh, our Malkavian, uh, Doctor Jackal. Uh, hey, Mike, how's it going? I'm doing all right. I'm gonna apologize to the people at home if they hear uh, random purring sounds through the microphone. I know you enjoy the show. That he is are you just happy to be here right now? <laughs> no. Oh, I thought that was you just enjoying the show. Yeah, no, that's me enjoying the show. Stroking my ego makes me purr. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and of course, Ashton Brenner, played by Paul. Paul, how are you? Um, and yes, you are colorful. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, good. It's uh things are things are they're building, you know, it's interesting. Um the idea that this uh that this this deviant artist who just kind of wants to be left alone to make his weird shit is suddenly going to have an impact on something is like I don't know. Like for for me it's exciting. I feel like for him it's it's hell. <laughs> it's just like, oh my god, I want to go home. It's like going to your going to your nephew's graduation. Like mm. you don't really give that much of a shit, but it's like, yeah, congratulations that you're graduating. Do I have to listen to 400 random asshole strangers names? Oh, I thought you were like doing like a, ki- like a kindergarten graduation, like something really, really middle really... school graduation. I don't even want to go to my son's middle school graduation. <laughs> I skipped my high school graduation. I went on a goddamn debate tournament because I knew I was going to be sitting in a goddamn gymnasium well, people randomly read names of. I don't need to be there for this. Am I going to graduate? Yes, thank you. I will. I will go on a debate tournament. Kayla, get no ideas for college. Okay, and finally, uh, our tr- <laughs> our Tremere player. You're going to your graduation. Um, uh-huh. Yes, yes. Um, it, it's not like he's helped me pay for my college at all. But yeah, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you for remembering where your loyalty lies. Um, but uh, playing. Uh, <laughs> oh Jesus! Playing Art Tremere is uh, Kayla, and how are we doing tonight, Rosmond? I am. Well, after the success of the assassination mission, um, mm. Rosmond's going to mm-hmm. be riding this high, but I feel like it's just going to get another smackdown, like a basketball smackdown, no. right no. now. No, 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 you're good. Uh, I'm good tonight. Oh my God, that's a first. <laughs> oh, stop it! Who do you I think you are, Mel? <laughs> you, you've, har- you've hardly been scratched. I've been attacked by mind 
fuckery magi from like Tevi Scottish and mind werewolves oh, yeah. and um Sc- Scottish mage blackmail <laughs> to kill people and it, it it's cost me some points FYI okay well let's find out where this goes because it okay, is going um it is uh, so at the end of our last episode uh for the listeners if I'm sure you remember but we'll just remind our cast because it's been a couple weeks Evelyn got a the supply of books she picked them up. Uh, from the location where Tevi had claimed they would be, they were. She also was uh, having one of her people go over the documents, and they did early into the morning and then ended up having to take their slumber. But she, as promised, she shipped them out immediately uh, the next evening. The question I have for the team is, who would like to receive them? Uh, that's We never really discussed how she was going to get them passed on to the three of you. I, I'm sure that sending them to the Tremere Chantry would be the last thing she'd want to do. However, if you think that makes the most sense, because she has the most fixed residence at the moment, uh, I'm okay with that. I'm what pretty would we... sure the doctor is crashing at the safe house with all the afflicted, so... So you're okay there? Yeah, we could send it there. Is that okay with uh, yourself, Ashenbrenner? Do you mind that? Oh, yeah. I have no idea what the hell's going on. Last time I was there, I, you know, Rosamund and I absolutely just unzipped a bunch of my sketches so they are that place probably still smells really bad i haven't gone back to do anything to it so so you're using some alternate form of of safety for the for the daytime this today i'm probably just crashing in like you know i, I know a few mausoleums that are absolutely usually untouched yeah so yeah okay the next evening uh we'll start then uh with the papers arriving Doctor, the, the papers do arrive by courier during the uh, late later part of the afternoon, just before you awaken from your slumber. House is pretty quiet. Uh, you know, it's, it is blackened as much as possible. There's very little sunlight that can get in, nothing that would be harmful in any way. Uh, but you, you do, you know, rise up, and the gentleman at the door, one of the, the, one of the Ventru that has been helping guard the, the safe house, uh, lets you know as you awaken that the microscope and um, from Microscopes R Us, actually, she had that taken from the university, <laughs> but, but the microscope and all your the papers that were promised to uh, the team have arrived via messenger from Miss Wolf. Oh, quite excellent. Excellent. So bring the lab equipment and well, everything, I suppose, into the uh, area that we've set up as my uh, lab du jour. And uh, I shall send a summons to my compatriots, and we shall get started uh, post-haste. We must not keep Kiernan waiting. There was a message as well, Doctor, and he hands you a sealed, a piece of paper that has been folded over and sealed with a, some sort of a stamp or a seal, you know, but it's, uh, it's not in an envelope itself. It's just folded appropriately for the time and uh, hit with a wax seal. Oh, good lad, good lad. I shall read this in the aforementioned work area. And he picks the stuff up, yeah, and he makes his way over to it. Into there, and after he leaves, I'll open up the letter and take a look. Um, it just simply says, it is from Evelyn directly, it's in her hand. Um, it just simply says, Doctor, uh, what I've uncovered, what my people have read, it's not good. I have things I need to do immediately and put into effect in order to protect those that are under my care be wise in your decision evelyn 
All right. Um, and the doctor will read through that and scratch his chin for a moment and then set about sending uh, messages off to the Chantry. And hopefully uh, Ashenbrenner will know to come to the house uh, that evening since that seems to become our new meeting spot. Yes, well, the Ventru Guard is not going to be very happy when he sees Ashenbrenner, but we'll deal with that as we go forward. Um, Robert was on duty when Ashenbrenner opened the window and let uh, the gangrel escape, but we will, I'm sure there was a good reason for that, and we can figure that out later. Uh, let's go over quickly to Rosmond. Rosmond, at about 9.30, you're, you've been up for a few hours now. You've um, been taking care of the corpse in the basement, trying to get any more leads on what's been going on there. You have been making the pr progress, and they, Ashenbrenner and they had a, a, a sort of a, a scene, a situation, mm -hmm. where he just wanted answers. He just wanted them to be honest. Um, and his mimicry almost... <laughs> almost broke them into some sort of a, a situation. But in, in fairness, Kiernan is, a, is aware, right, that that the Tremira being a little... The information isn't as flowing as fast as he would like. Mm -hmm. You you are concerned that everything that you see and every test that you that you are able to put together from the, the text and the scripts and the, and the, the things that, that, that you've had access to up to this point with Grimgorth, are pointing to some sort of a discipline. It's right. something that appears if you had if you had to lay money on it, you are fairly certain that it is a it is some sort of vampiric power. Now, you have not ruled out that it could be magically mimicked. So because a lot of disciplines react especially yours, react to blood and can be used like blood magic. Mm -hmm. But it feels to you like it would be part of a branch of some sort of discipline, maybe something you've never even seen before. But on the scale that it's happening, you, you're just, you're thinking it must be something big. And, and you're dialed in right now to the idea of a discipline. Okay, so... When you say like a discipline, like it's, I would think of it as something akin to auspex, dominate, that kind of thing. Correct. Correct. Okay. So it's interesting to think of that, but, um, and I'm getting all this from the texts that I've gotten and just the, uh, the, the text from, you know, the things that you have been able to read from the Romani, from Egyptian lore and the resurrection tablets, some of the thing, the, the writings from Sumeria. Um, a letter, uh, a prayer and letter written uh, that was taken down and supposedly written 100 years after it was passed on from family to family of a Scythian prayer from, you know, Asia. All the the things that Grimgorth has been able to to conjure up from the Tremere libraries and from his, his contacts, everything seems, in your opinion, to be a Methuselah, an ancient, an antediluvian, somebody old, and something that seems to be like the power of Cain. In your mind, that's where you're leaning. All right. So it's basically a discipline to 
shut down other vampires from a vampire source. I'm getting that sense. You're getting the sense that it's meant to do something. You don't know exactly what. It could be to stop them. It could be to stop the manipulation of the, of them being able to use disciplines. It could be defensive. It could be like if I shut enough vampires down of young, of enough generations, I don't need to worry about them attacking. You know, you don't know if it's defensive, if it's offensive. You're not sure. Okay, so that's all I know, and um, great. <laughs> so at about ten o'clock, um, the Chantry does get notified that at the safe house. <clears throat> on the northern side of London, uh, that the doctor has come and collect, you know, he, he sends a missive saying that he did in fact get the, both the medical instruments that he was looking for and the books that Tevi promised. So he's requesting if you're available to please come to the house so you can look. This final piece hopefully will give you what you need. Great. Um, then I guess I'll head on over there right away. And let me ask you a question, Rosman. The message that you received was sealed. It came to the Chantry. Mm-hmm. It was brought into your to your lab and handed to you. Do you, and I need to know this, okay. do you let Grimgorth know that they have the books from Tevi? Oh, yes or no? This is an important an important decision and I'm just going to talk it out. Um I don't know. Rosamond has been very open with them thus far, but this past mission or responsibility that they placed on her is kind of a lot. So I think she would be more reserved and kind of like, unless it was asked of her, like, Hey, where the hell are you going? She's not going to tell them anything. So she's just like, I'm going out. I'll be back. Cause so you would just, yeah, you just leave the Chantry. Yeah. I wouldn't tell anyone where i'm going because it's like it it, i've done my part i've done my due diligence if they want to find me they can call me on the mirrors so as you're walking out a young woman is standing in front of the mirrors um her name is wissa and she looks and she says are you going out rosmond yes that is precisely why i'm wearing the going out attire wissa she go she just puts her hands across the mirrors, and, you know, she says something. The door begins to open. Rosmond is going out. And you make your way out of the Chantry. Great. All right, you're on your way. Ashenbrenner, you awaken about 8 o'clock uh, in your tertiary mausoleum. This is the one that doesn't have a lot of space. <laughs> this is yeah. this is the, the backup for the backup just in case. Yeah. Uh, but all but I have with but, me are, are my the cigars and uh, which I'm still and, waiting to find out. Well, yeah, you never know when uh, when that payoff is. Uh, yeah, I'm, so I have the uh, cigars and I have the um, <clears throat> the cloak and stuff that I'm planning on. Uh, it's really basic stuff. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, it is it is drizzling. The rain has subsided a little bit, but it is a full moon, so it is well lit in London at night. It, this is one of the those moons that are just tear it so the drizzle is there it's a it's not very overcast though it's just kind of a little bit of rain a little spitting sort of like what london does in the early afternoon uh the late afternoons early evenings and um yeah you're you walk out it's it's it you're sure it's going to clear because this cloud cover is starting to move away uh but there is a full moon out there so the streets are pretty well lit this evening okay 
Uh, well, I'm going to scribble something down. Uh, going to get some paper, uh, parchment, and a quill pen, whatever ink, uh, and then make my way over to uh, to Vincent, to Vicky's, to Vincent at Vicky's. Vincent, uh, sure, that's fine. Okay. Vincent at Vicky's, the whorehouse in Whitechapel. Yes, <laughs> we, we know it well. So yes, in by let's say 9 p.m., you are collected, cleaned up, set up, cigars, parchment, and standing there at Vic- Vicky's or Vincent Vicky's. Vic- I forget we we have this whole line of names, but yes, yeah. it'll be I Vincent think the is, guy the, is Vincent. Yeah, the guy Vincent is the last guy. night, and I was requesting uh, absolutely basically an assassin, someone who's a good, fast, and forgetful. Yes, he uh, he is there. Uh, he is talking to a few people. It'll be about. I don't know, just a couple of minutes before they start pushing away. And he does see you and he kind of just gives you the head nod. Got that, uh, I'll stay in the shadow under the hood. I got some stuff smeared on my face. I got the limp on. No one who's okay. seen Ashenbrenner should be able to say, oh, hey, that's Ashenbrenner with a limp and stuff on his face. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah you're so you're in, in uh, you're putting your disguise on full bore. Full performance. Yeah, full performance yeah. mode. It's important that I am not spotted as me. Let's. If because we don't, a lot of this is always RP for us. Let's go ahead and make that performance and manipulation roll. Okay. Let's ha- let's let's have you do some big successes here. Okay. And you don't need a lot. You just and we're looking for sixes. Okay. Okay. We got two, three, five successes. Oh, wait, more than. Uh, uh yeah, you're. It's. It's massive. You're you're so you're people truly believe you're a a muddy faced hunchback. No problem. Excellent. Um. So even Vincent, then, if you're that changed, uh, and so well hidden, he kind of glances over. Not sure it's you at first, but when you approach him, he'll know. Yeah, I mean, I don't even need to talk to Vincent. I need to talk to the guy that Vincent got. Okay, so you're just yeah. passing. Is the note to let Vincent know you're going to meet him somewhere? No, the note is for the uh, the gentleman I'm going to meet. I need to speak to him briefly. Got it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So where do you, where do you want to wait? Inside, outside, uh, wherever there's less people. All right. So why don't we make, why don't we do that outside? Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. In about twenty minutes or so, the uh, a man comes out from from Vin, you know behind Vincent. Uh, Vincent doesn't even acknowledge him. He's talking to somebody else, uh, but you you do catch uh, an elbow kind of snap over like down the street where you are. Uh, that you know it's it's down the street as opposed to up. So he's able to use very small body motion to kind of give this guy a at least some sort of a signal, and um, he starts walking towards you. Very nondescript, not. You know, from a distance, even with your senses, you can easily see him, especially in this light. Like I said, it's gaslit. Some of the streets are gaslit, and then the moon is pretty bright tonight. Um, five foot five, you know, built well, but compact, but nothing face, not scarred, no, nothing out of the ordinary. Just seems to be just a normal run-of-the-mill, you know, laborer from that time. He's got his Pembroke cap on, a little scarf around his neck just to kind of keep, you know, from the, out of the rain, and he's just... Quick, you know, just casually making his way down the sidewalk. 
Okay. Um, can I gauge if he looks to be the kind of guy I'm looking for, like super capable? Like he's, he's not like a clumsy dock worker type, you know, based on his movements. Is there like an economy of motion? Yeah, he's great, graceful. Um, and, and, you know, his, he just looks like somebody who could handle himself, but not he, but he's not standing out like, you know, like a Steve Rogers, like I'm so cut and ripped, just looks like an efficient, quiet person. Okay. So I guess I would, uh, kind of, uh, let him pass me and then maybe kind of walk up beside him again, keeping an eye out for anybody who's really paying attention. Yeah, no, you're pretty, you're, I mean, there's a couple people walking about, some of the the um, the ladies are you know in an alleyway here or there, but for the most part, it's the streets are you know semi semi quiet at this time. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Um, right, once we're kind of uh, out of earshot of people, I'll just kind of lean in a little bit. Ah, oh, you you must be the friend of Vincent, I. I. You could say that. Oh, say no more, my son. And then I'll just kind of uh, hold the parchment out to him. Um, On this is a list of names and addresses and physical descriptions. I would like you to end each and every one of their lives. I'd like you to be clean and quick and brutal. And then uh, however many names there are on the list, I guess, which is however many, you know, distant family relatives that Tevi has, that's how many people we have on the list. And that's how many, you know, how much money I'm going to give him. Make it more than worth his while. Okay. So let's say you're able to put down seven names. Okay. Um, he, he does take the parchment. Uh, you know, he reaches for it touches it but hasn't taken it and he says looks at you know he doesn't even look at you he's just holding the paper for a moment looking around like you to see it you notice immediately he's just as cautious he's watching making sure no one's lingering too long watching you and just says brutal and clean normally don't go together yeah and and the type of man who would be in an alley late at night and this much money don't usually go together do they (laughs) then i'll show him that i have like you know quite a bit of money for him yeah um he takes the list he's like are you in a rush Oh, the faster the better, my son, but but try not to be caught take your time take your time be thorough. Understood. How, how are you trying to, what's the agreement to pay him? How do you want to do that? Um, I'll, I'll hand him the money and then. Um, oh, you're going to pay him up in front for the whole thing. Oh, it's kind of like, and I'll pay him half now, half later kind of thing. Okay. And then I will just, you know, as if he's going to take it, you know, I'll, I'll hold on to it a moment. Just like he's going on to the paper. If you double cross me my son i will find out what your insides taste like and let you know before i shuffle you off to mortal coil and i'll give him just the most lascivious wink and tongue lol that i can muster he takes the paper takes the money and says keep an eye out for the papers when the third name appears meet me back here two days later you can pay me the rest then and i'll finish the job 
Yes, indeed, my son. Then I'll kind of just whirl away and I'm going to pass by Vincent and, you know, drop a coin in his pocket or something like that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Great. Okay, yeah, no, you've uh, you've set in motion a, a terrible, terrible thing. This will be interesting. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> always and wanted then, uh, to. Hot damn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, just uh, it would be suspicious if I kept doing it, knowing, you know, uh, how many eyes are on me. So, you know, delegate, delegate. Don't work harder, work smarter. I love when my players go to a totally different way of making me have to figure out how to fix it. So, yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) Um, No, this this is this is a vampire doesn't always have to do his own work. I love it. This is great. Okay. So um, after that, where would you head? Um, is Evelyn's... Bet- so I'm sorry, right now the sort of gathering place is the safe house. Where it's getting unfortunately, yeah, where you let the gangrel out. Yes, that has happened. So okay. yeah, it, it would be back there. The doc- I mean, especially if you're trying to find out if the doctor's made any progress. But um, you were also hoping that Evelyn's... Uh, Tevi's books that Evelyn was collecting were supposed to arrive today. So that yeah. that might be able to lock this whole thing down. I mean, I honestly don't have any interest in returning to the safe house. Cause I think everything that's going on there is kind of a pointless sham and somebody may have, I don't know if somebody saw me let, um, not Amber. Amber was the person who I'm going to meet. Maggie was the one you let out. Maggie was who you let out. Correct. Okay, great. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, showing up there might, might just be in so much of a hindrance that, uh, I may make my way there and kind of stay around the area, but I feel like there's no reason to actually be, in, there. in the building yet? Yeah, exactly. I mean, if I need to get in touch with the doctor, maybe I can just, you know, pay an urchin a thruppence or a tuppence or a, a quepence or a fuppence or whatever, you know, whatever the adorable <laughs> coinage terms were. Um, Back then, am yes. I going to be passing by Evelyn's? Is Evelyn's on the way? Um, it it's not you, traditionally no. I mean, okay, I mean, you could always important. make it that way. Nah, it's not important. Um, okay, so uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll make my way to the safe house and kind of you know, hang back. I'll also keep an eye out for, uh, for Amber. Cause, uh, Maggie told me Amber would find me. Yes. Uh, so I'll kind of keep an eye out for that and stay. Yeah. Are you in, are you staying in costume? Um, yeah, I'll stay in costume until I, I don't need to be. And like, maybe I'll do kind of like a double switch thing. Like, I don't know. I'll, I'll be limpy, gross, uh, dirty face hood man. And then maybe I'll kind of take a moment and clean the face off and, you know, maybe change my, you know, change my posture somehow. Something between, um, I've been calling him uh, Torby Blesswick. That's okay. the name of the guy that met up with Vincent, you know, because why not? Um, I, I like it. It's fine. Yeah. The, um, the only thing you're thinking to yourself is if Amber is looking for you, um, she's never met you before. She may only have a description. Yeah, um, yeah. That might, you know, uh, again, if you're really looking to, to meet this gangrel and find out more about on that front, that could play into it but it's up to you if you want to stay hidden for now stay hidden um maybe just until i get further away from from vincent's gotcha yeah so once i'm kind of you know far enough of once i've once i've gone under enough things and over enough things and you know i'm also paying attention in case somebody was following me i don't expect it but you know you can no no you 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 got away clean uh, none of that that whole situation was so clandestine and you and you know it wasn't a long conversation um yeah it, it, that went yeah once i'm far enough away i will i will you know put the hood down and so my 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 face is exposed then i'll sort of make my way to the safe house and stay nearby but not uh 
yeah, I don't have any interest in going in unless I need to. All right, Rosman, you do you do get there about fifteen minutes before Rosman arrives, so you do set tend you do see her a coach pull up. Um, it's it's not the tr- the traditional Tremere coach. She didn't call for a driver. She just took one on her own accord. Uh, but you do see Rosman step out. It's clearly her. Gotcha. Okay. And she um, may- before she goes in, I might just make like a you know some sort of noise to get her attention. Uh, okay. I will look at you, kind of go, yeah, uh, what's going on? I'm not going back in there unless it's necessary. So if there are any actual updates, I'll be around out here. Uh, all right. I mean, if that is what you wish, I mean, don't you want to, I'm sure the doctor sent you a note as well about his developments i spent last evening in a mausoleum madam my post was not forwarded why are you talking like that talking like what you sounded very posh for a second i i mean are you trying to mimic somebody because if so i mean it is a wonderful wonderful performance right there madam are you engaging in flirtation with me? I wouldn't dream of it. Neither would I. After all, I mean, I... No offense, but, um... Balding? Not really my thing. Balding? Oh, I've balding. been bald. I-, I was trying to be subtle, but um, if you wish to stay out here, I shall... Let you know what... Uh, Horatio and I discuss if when I if and when I leave. So have it your way. I'll give like a <laughs> sort of wave and stay back in the shadows. <laughs> Is it a Nicolas Cage sort of wave? Just the <laughs> no, it's it's a t- it's a very tiny like it's more the, like the hand is locked and just the wrist kind of back and forth a little bit. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, uh, uh, Rosman, you make it to the door. Uh, the the venture sees you, sees who it is, you know, that it's you. Opens the door slowly, just eyeing you as you walk in because you did create quite a situation yesterday, you know, the last night. Um, but he I, does admit you into the room, into the building. If he's staring at me, I would go, perhaps you'd like to paint a picture? Don't you have enough friends who are artists? Actually, no. Um, unfortunately, the artists aren't very fond of the magicians, or so I'm told. Hmm. Shuts the door behind you. Says, well, the, doc- the doctor is in his bonjour library, or whatever he called it. Laboratory of jour, or something. I don't speak French. Uncultured swap, you hear from <laughs> the hallway. <laughs> But I say, neither do I, darling. It's a beastly language. And I go in. Excellent. Down the narrow hallway, very much, you know, and like we've seen in, in, in movies and read in the books, these some of these corridors were really tight. This one is fairly narrow. You make your way back towards where the kitchen is. The doctor has um, his microscope out. Mike, I'm assuming you're uh, that... Jack, Dr. Jack would be per, pursuing the blood tests and stuff first, right? Oh, yeah, I, I was going to bring that up. Uh, I assume that it took several hours for the letter to get delivered and then Rosamond to show up. So I would have just 
sent a letter on its way and then just dove right into seeing if I could figure anything out. Okay. Give me the old intelligence and medicine. All right. Intelligence. You would think I would know how many dice I need for that by now. Eight. Eight yeah. dice is what I need. Oh, good God. All right. There's nothing I can't solve. You're like, you're like Victor Frankenstein. You could probably reanimate. Frankenstein. That's right. <laughs> oh, watch. I'm going to fail this miserably now that you've hyped it up like that. That's a fail. <laughs> oh, that's a fail. That's a fail. <laughs> okay. That's a 10. So that's good. That's a do. That's two for me. Yeah. I play them twos. That's a one. So back to that's zero. That's zero. Uh, that's a 10, so we're back at 2. That's a fail. And a 7, so 3. That's, you're fine. Um, their blood has similarities to someone in, uh, um, with a, with a blood, with a disorder. Um, there is a, the white cells are more aggressive and agitated, but you don't, you, when you compare them to like your own blood for sample for like a vampire fire sample, it's there. It's not even nearly as vir virulent. Um, so like the a white blood human or like a vampire. Like, yeah. Somehow sick. No, like you're what you're looking at are slow there. That's looks more human blood with the elevated white cells or the right. know, fighting off where yours or whatever. Right. Where yours is yours just constantly shows a form of decay okay. while you need to replenish the blood. So um, no, this, I guess Victorian era microscopes, I wouldn't be able to find like if there was some marker in my blood that was absent in theirs or vice versa. No, no, that would be, that's coding and Gene all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Trap. yeah. 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 What you see is you see somebody, with a, a, a malady versus yours, which looks like, you know, the vampirism that you've come to when you've been testing against your students' blood versus your own and and using, you know, seeing different samples of some things along the way. Um, this yours, yours just appears to your blood cells are alive and aggressive and doing what they do um, where the other one, the white counts are up, but it looks like it's fending off an infection. Okay. Which is still knowledge. That means yes. that it's not not biological in nature. Something is forcing their body to do something different. Yes. yes. Okay, so uh, as, as Rosamond enters the kitchen, which I guess is the lab now, um, Ms. Ms. Henshaw, this is perfect timing. It's quite fascinating. The blood of the afflicted, it appears that there's something... There may be some mystical forces at work here. I am obviously not the expert in that field, but I can tell you that the blood of these uh, poor souls is very similar to that of somebody fighting off a very, very terrible disease. The uh, blood is made of several components, as I'm sure you're aware, and the white cell count in this sample in particular right here is uh, very, very high for even a healthy human would be in dire straits if they had this. It would not your common cold, you see. And he would just ramble on like that until he's cut off by, by Rosamond. She would just be nodding and like twisting her hair like she does when she thinks and looking like she knows what like, he's talking about, but when he reaches the end of his ramble or takes a breath and she would go, 
Doctor, as much as your vast knowledge of the human body is useful in this, I have no idea what a white cell is, to truth be told. Oh, well, or even anything else of what you're saying. Peculiar. I would have assumed that a clan such as yours, as steeped in the blood magics as you are, would uh, have a deeper understanding of the physical nature and the medium which you sculpt. But in any event, uh, that could be something we can discuss later. Perhaps it would help you in future endeavors to have a better understanding. But uh, this may be of more interest to you. Ms. Wolf had some materials sent over from the Rabbi Tevi. I, I took a very cursory glance at them before getting to my work, and, uh, well, if you'll pardon the vernacular, it was all Greek to me. The irony being, of course, that I read both Greek and Latin. And he would pass the stack of papers over to Rosamond. Ah, yes, I, I know how to read these Greek as you call it. I shall endeavor to do this and learn. Learn what we know about this this disease. She's very intent on looking at it and just kind of goes to the microscope real quick, shuffles over it, and then looks inside and goes, is that moving white thing a white cell, sir? Yes, yes, quite. Ah. Are they like do they attack each other? Well, no, no. The, when, when a human being and most other warm-blooded animals contract a disease, a virus or bacteria and the like, the body produces uh, white blood cells out of, the, we believe, the marrow of the bone to go and attack the virus and, and devour it, as it were, which is why, typically speaking, you do not catch the same disease twice. Once the body has learned what an infection is and how to produce the proper response to it, it becomes much harder for that same disease to attack a person uh, a second time, which this high concentration of white blood cells is uh, very indicative of a strong disease being attempted to be fought off by these, I guess we can call them people now, They're these people's body. Rosmond, this... Give me a, a, go ahead and give me a cult and intel as well. Alrighty, that's going to be pretty high. You only need two successes. That's nine dice. Oh, good God. That's fine. Don't roll them. Um, <laughs> Are you just, sure? Yeah, it's just, it's at some point in Vampire, you just say, yeah, that's, I mean, like, that's not a problem. All right. You, this is what the doctor sa says logically to you. It fights off an infection. A discipline is not, it's more to the magic side. It's more to the occult and in the way you've been trained and you're taught and, and, and you see these things. You have absolutely conflicting information. You have, and, I, and I'm sorry this is the way it is, but you have to think through it. Your disciplines are dominate. You stare into someone's eyes and you control them through the, you know, speed through the course of the blood, um, repairing yourself, auspics with heightening your senses and looking through the veil, uh, thaumaturgy, burning your blood and to creating an effect. None of that sounds science to you. And he is specifically saying that their blood cells are, are busy. The, the, these defensive cells are busy doing something and that they appear more human. However, your, your research is saying 
it's more mystical. The transformation, whatever's happening to these people is a mystical change. Something going on, you know, through, like I said, possibly a discipline. So go ahead. You're going to start. Are you going to start going through Tevi's research? Yeah, I have an idea about what it could be, but I'll keep it to myself until I get more info. Okay. The research is going to take you. Tevi has a lot of copious notes. The books have pages, you know, uh, slips of paper where he wants you to look and read. There's no highlighter. Obviously, it takes minutes to do this, but you're an avid, avid, you know, scholar. Um, He cites multiple, multiple sources through seven texts that have five of them originating in Britain alone over, you know, from the time of the 1400s and 1300s that claim that there has been a pox upon the land. And he gives you part of the Arthurian legend where the land and the king are one. And he says, possibly even this far back, you know, to the to the oral tradition of, of Arthur, a wasting illness, a malaise that sits upon a royal, someone of special blood, and then everything begins to wither and die. Could this be related? And then he goes through and starts showing you how England has this real firm belief in its literature and in its occultism that special blood can draw power from the land and anything around it and literally vamp like vampirically drain the essence of things living things whether it be grass or the and he keeps he keeps pointing out has to be powerful you know ancient vampire has to be something very old look how long this has been going on i mean he's All citing right. but none of it it just feeds into your it feeds into what you think you know that's how that's that's what you get from his writings and that's all I get from it, like the the mythical legend of the Arthurian king and land are one. We need like a sacrifice or like some sort of ritual in order to restore said connection. That kind of thing. The 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 thing that you're that you're picking up is that if there is an ancient vampire somewhere. Um, in England, all right, we already know there is one. Grimgorth's mm-hmm. old, but not as old as, um, Morgays. Morgays could be siphoning the very strength of the vampiric blood, a special blood. If the, so, Tevi's argument is everything points to the fact that the ancients knew something was wrong, but couldn't pinpoint it to what. This is this has been recounted in legends, in his, in stories. You know, people used to make druidic sacrifices to the land for fertility, but sometimes, any you know, everybody has crop fails. But we're talking about famine on a massive scale. It's got to be an ancient vampire. It has to be her. The doctor's research is showing it could be medical. I would look to Horatio and. Like, he's puttering about with his microscope, correct? Yes. Um, Doctor, uh, do you have a moment, perhaps? Yes, yes, of course. What, what is it? 
Um, I would say, darling, I should let you know. I should have let you know sooner, but Asher Banner refuses to come inside. Yes, well, in, in retrospect, that does make a certain amount of sense. Uh, from what I understand, he oh, may be responsible for somebody going walkabout, shall we say. Um, ah, so he doesn't want to be inside because of that purpose. That, that would be my assumption, and you also know how Ashenbrenner gets sometimes if he feels that something is not a, an appropriate use of his time and skills. He tends to, well, just leave it be. But true, you, were, you said that you had some information you've gleaned from these tomes. Yes, well, you are a native to England, right? We are both natives of this glorious kingdom. Yes, born and bred. How familiar are you with the Arthurian tales and the Gallic influences along with the Norman influences? Yes, well, as far as the Arthurian tales, while being a national treasure, are a bunch of humbug and superstition to my mind. Uh, then again, given how my life has changed in these last several months, I am a bit more open to the implications in them that they may be not quite as humbug. I also, I, I, did I tell you about the dream that I had? I was unaware of a dream. Yes, yes, I had this most interesting dream. You see, I was in a castle, and there were people all about, and uh, there was a woman in a mask, and she would walk up and, and touch one of the people, and then they would have a mask, and they were all following her together. Hmm. Interesting. Could be related to Morgana, but I wouldn't want to say for certain. What kind of masks? Antlers? Green men? Fairies? Um, was there a specific mask uh, storyteller? I don't remember. It was just any type of blank face. Hmm. Could be symbolic of players in a play, but beside the point. The... The Arthurian tale that has been evolved into common knowledge is a little bit askew of what actually existed. Supposedly, Morgana, the sister, was the sister of King Arthur, and she was a member of the Mystic Arts, and a druid of the period that Arthur was born in would be symbolic of the goddess of the land. She goes by many names. And a king or prospective leader of a kingdom would have to lie with the effigy or the representation of the goddess in order to create a bond with the land. It is a promise, so to speak, that he will guard it, make it fertile, and ensure its survival through the ages and through his many heirs. These tomes that Tevi has are very indicative of this being the source of our problems and a special type of bloodline that caused a pox on England itself. Yes, well, Morgana is very similar in sound, in any event, to Morgays. I would be curious as to whether there's some sort of translation there that's been... Uh, mutated through the ages as Morgaze is... is on the verge of waking up yes yes and if her special bloodline is say 
unsatisfied by the bonds of which she is bound, she could be diluting the blood. However, interestingly enough, my research only points to this being something a vampire is capable of, not a human mage. Yes, well, Morghese, of course, is not human. She is, until uh, last I checked, still in torpor. Yes, but I mean to say is that Tevi has basically been proven true to his... Oh, so you, you are saying that there is no way that the Rabbi Tevi would be capable of... I would say so, and forgive my jumping the ship, so to speak. I've, I've just coined a new phrase. But um, perhaps the discipline has something both mystical and scientific about it in that the white blood cells you so speak of attack the vampiric ones in order to drain them of their power for such an awakening? Well, I suppose that is possible. I would need uh, much more delicate equipment than uh, would be something that could be acquired in our short time that we have to get down to that level of inspection. But that is a, a fairly sound hypothesis. If the white blood cells were attacking that which makes one vampire and through your mystical means, transferring that essence back to the origin source, that would connect these two pieces quite lovely. Uh, I will say, though, that Ashenbrenner will be quite upset to learn that Tevi is uh, no longer a primary suspect. I dare say that Tevi, if he were to have a solution to this, or a magical means of getting rid of such a plague upon our people, he might actually be absolved if the prince were so desperate. But I don't know. I'm not saying for certain. Ashenbrenner, you're, you're still outside, um, milling about, waiting, hopefully, for someone or something to happen at the house. Is that correct? Yep, just kind of keeping an eye out. Okay. You hear before you see. There you are. I've been looking all over for you. And you turn around and it appears to be the way you remember from the nights months ago. More gaze in her generated form, her projected form that you were that you were so fond of when dealing with Maurice Baldestrade. She's standing about ten feet away from you. She's in just a white linen shift, nothing just but her hair's down looking at you and she's Staring you in the face, and she said, I've missed you. Well, my goodness. You're looking far less sepulchral than the last time I saw you. How have you been? My strength comes back slowly. It won't be too much longer now that we can be together, have some fun, create some mischief. I see you're keeping an eye on a little house. Fun house, is it? Whatever they've set up in there. Keeping my f lovely flock away from me. Uh, Why are they doing that, Ashenbrenner? I'm simply not going in to avoid the hoorah. Someone did a kindness to me, so I did a kindness to them. And I have a strange feeling that the um, little Ventrue prick at the gate may have some sort of problem with that. 
As for what they're doing, there's something wrong with the blood, and we have kindred turning back into cattle, and it's 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 an absolute it's an absolute fuck around. I have a proposition for you. If you give me a fortnight, if you give me a fortnight, I will give you England as a palette for yourself, for you to create. I will sit and watch as you break and bend and shape anything you wish, anyone you wish. I just need a little more time. And here's what you can do to help that come true. I want you to get in there and find the apocryphal books that that Magi has given to the clans, to Kiernan's people. Just slow them down, please, and I'll give you anything you want. You can take the Queen Mother if you wish, and stick a pipe anywhere, just to see what it looks like. You could do anything, Ashenbrenner, but I just need a little more time. My dear, all I want is Tevi and time to be with Tevi. I, I wouldn't know what to do with England. It's far too much work. But I'll... Whales? Not... She goes like that. Whales? <laughs> <laughs> Is the Swansea? What were you looking for? Give me the name of a city. It's yours. Too many, Just... too many consonants in in Wales. It's 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 all um, it's all just madness. I'd I'd much rather speak uh, gibberish. Um, I won't stand in your way. Tevi's all I want, um, and I'm hopefully going to be meeting somebody very soon who will tell me where Tevi is. You're going to meet with someone. I'm. Oh, I'm hurt. Oh, no, no, no. She's merely going to give me information. There is no one I would rather torture priests with than you. If you know of any, I'm I'm happy to uh, move my appointment. <laughs> Patience and all of them. All of them will be ours. Kiernan will fall. He won't be able to stop me. He doesn't have the right. I supersede him. I am older, and it will all be mine. And that makes it yours. Whether you want to paint it or not, my love, it doesn't matter. It's all going to be there for us to feed and dine upon. Just slow them down, please. If I can find a way... I'd be happy to. I have the way. Bring them. Bring them to where the geese flock when they die. And she fades. Hmm. Seems a bit sinister. (laughs) That's ugly. No. No, bring them to where the geese flock when they die. That's not sinister. That's just sad. <laughs> yeah, does that does that ring any bells to me? Is that like a like a, I don't know if there's some sort of a uh, chicken processing location in the uh, late 1800s? 
Okay. Um, what's your investigation? Investigation. Zero. Boom. Okay. Academics? Academics should be higher. No, nothing. <laughs> All right. This is going to be a tough stretch for you to figure out. Okay. But you think that the two people inside, one a medical scholar and the other an occultist, might probably be able to figure out where do geese flock when they die? Yeah. Windmills. <laughs> Believe it or not, it's actually yeah. it is actually a place in England, in London. Historically known as the place where the geese go where they when they die. Hmm. Is this something that might be that might be in in literature? Yeah, I got nothing. Okay, so um all right, so I'll I'll stand there for a moment, utterly befuddled. Understood. <laughs> um and I'll just uh, I'll still wait around a bit for uh, for Amber. Okay, she is not the the quickest thing to move. I mean, she is, she's fast, but she she was like another hour will go by and you still she will not be there. She's got time yet. Gotcha. Yeah, they you know it, again it's the eighteen hundreds. You send a messenger in, it's not not always the next day that they can get. It, it, it's she's a gangrel. She'll be here, but. An hour goes by and you're still it the, the the rain is cleared, but you're still standing there. I guess while I'm waiting, I'm I'm just gonna wrap my I'm trying to just think of anything possibly that uh where the goose go to the geese go to die. If I just do an intelligence roll with my three intelligence Knock it out. Any, yeah, let's yeah. just try it. Yeah. Two successes will will get you at least a hint. Okay. Three will get you the whole thing. If you can you roll a ten and a success on two dice, you can do it. Okay, and we're looking for sixes or sevens? Sixes. I'm not going to okay. be a... I'm not a scoundrel. A s- two, a six, and a five. Yeah, so just one. Okay, that's... um, Yeah, that's... One... It, it, not even sure. You, you like geese? I'm not... What the hell? Yeah. Is there an aviary? It's, it's just not sounding familiar. Oh, you know what? What about your streetwise? I got a crazy feeling there's nothing in streetwise either. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm trying to see if there's anything that could work. Subterfuge, no. Survival, no. There's linguistics, occult, yeah, science. No. Yeah. That's fine. The big, th- mean, the big three would be, fine. yeah, it would be your science, academics, and streetwise. Well, I have science. I have two of science. Um, science. Oh, I'm sorry. Acad- what I say? Academics, invest. Oh, academics, investigation, nation, and sub- and uh, streetwise. Yes. Sorry. Okay. I guess uh, while I'm sitting there, if I happen to see an urchin wander by, okay, yeah, I'll give ask that. him. Yeah. Because <laughs> again, the idea of of wandering and being like, "Hey, what's this?" You know that that's a bit. Yeah. Like I, I so- at least if I had if I had gotten three ones and was a hundred percent sure. It was a pillow factory. You know, that would right. be more satisfying than wandering in and being like, hey, what does this mean to you guys? Right. So <clears throat> do you stop a, a young boy or a young girl? Uh, whoever comes along. Whoever comes Give me along a roll. First. Okay. One to five will be the boy. Six to ten will be a girl. Okay. One. Roll high. Okay. <laughs> ten. Okay. Young girl is running... is is walking you know running with a group of friends 
and she sees you standing there and she kind of meets eyes with you for a moment. And, you know, if you hit her with the, the, the awe of I'm friendly, she yeah. would definitely. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Cause I'm actually trying to get some information. So yeah, I will, uh, I will just appear as uh, I don't know if I can give off any sort of priestly vibes, just something that she would trust. Ooh, that's, that's a low. That's, that's interesting. Um, you like torturing priests. Well, you know, mm, certain that might get it. That might. Priests. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, how about just a, a friendly, ch- a friendly chap? Maybe not a priest. Yeah, sure. Only because, all right. Yeah, I, 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 I don't want to, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to tie this up into a. But when you hear the answer, you'll understand why a priest might have not been the the best call. Gotcha. So, all right. So she's, you're, so she's like, hey, what are you doing here, milling about? I was actually pondering a riddle, my little friend. If I said I was looking to meet someone where the geese go when they die where do you think that would be and then i'll produce like just a coin and just sort of do that little flipping it along my uh my fingers there's a prize if you get it right of course i do i want to see if you know the answer well i'm i'm very clever and i know a lot of things about stuff that happens around this area but i have to can i ask one question before i give my answer absolutely are we talking about Winchester geese? One hundred percent Winchester geese. What other geese would I be talking about? You're talking about Crossbones Cemetery in South London. It's where all the Winchester geese go when when they died. No more. I mean, been closed down now for a while. But Mom used to say that we've passed by it every once in a while on our way to church, and she used to say that's where all the prosies and the and the women who were single and when they died and had no family to look after them, they were buried there. I'll I'll flip her the coin. And sort of that's you know, why a priest she would have looked and went yep. i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah I, would, I, would, I, I will i will flip the coin and tip an invisible hat at her okay now does that is that where we originally where the doctor no. and i no that is not where we met uh that's Justin where they've Morgan. placed her now uh all right so once i once i quote unquote figure that out you know get the information out of the little girl uh which i will not tell anybody i did um <laughs> That's an Ashen Brenner secret, right? Exactly. Yep. Yeah, that's between me and the urchin, who is now a, 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 a lot a, richer, a fruppence richer. Exactly. Oh come on, that was better than a fruppence. I have no idea how much a fruppence is. I don't even think there is a fruppence, but I, I mean that's up. less. Okay, so you I gave her like something a, a, fair. A, a fruppence. If a tuppence is two and a thruppence is three, I feel like a fruppence is at least five. <laughs> Fine. It wasn't okay. feed the birds fruppence a bag. It was tuppence at least. I know, but that's the thing. I gave her a fruppence because it's two. It's more than a tuppence. It's several. It's two tuppences at least. Oh my god! It's tuppence z. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so let's let's just quickly summarize. You believe that Morgays is offering you a way of slowing your friends down if you bring them to this really bad place a cemetery known as Crossbones, where from the early 1500s up until only about 25 years ago was a mass burial pit um, for prostitutes and women who died of murder and things where families never claimed their bodies. Yes. Yeah, so have I heard of Crossbones? Once you've been oh, you do I it. You like know now. Would have. Yeah. Okay. Now you do. And, yeah. they, and the women were known as the Winchester geese. Gotcha. And that's a real place, folks. Excellent. So, Doctor, just real quick as a 
do you remember what used to have to hang out the back of your house when you needed to talk to the Malcavs? Yeah, I was uh, wondering if the two were tied in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't know if it was just like a like a Malcav thing that I had never heard so, of. Well, so back in the day, we would just hang Winchester prostitutes out the window. <laughs> well, you've been using geese for a long time. The, the family oh, has, um, yes. Hmm. Excellent, excellent. Quite <laughs> this is fabulous. fabulous. <laughs> Love my kind. All right, Esther Brenner, what do you want to do with this information? Do you Are you going to lure your beloved Dr. Jackal and occultist Rosamond towards the cemetery with some sort of an idea that you have information that will help in the case? Are you going to ignore all this and just go about your business? What would what are you thinking? Is inside they're they're frantically putting a theory together. Gotcha. Um, if it looks like uh, Amber is is not going to show, um, I will eventually sort of uh, maybe make my way around the house to get to the uh, like. Are, are they in a basement or first floor? No, they're on the kitchen in the first floor. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I will make my way around to the uh, the kitchen window. Alrighty. So are you knocking or just entering? I mean, again, I'm trying to avoid uh, the, the fracas. So if I, can, yes. if I can just get to them without bothering the, the front gate, I would much Robert, rather do that. Yes. Robert. Okay. So, that yeah, you're able to tap on the window and draw Dr. Jackal's attention. And so I will, um, I guess the kitchen windows are not blacked out. That's why you only hear a rapping. Okay. Yeah. So I will. I will go and uh, slide open the window a bit, since it, you know, is unusual for this uh, sort of thing to happen, I guess. And uh, yeah. Yes. Hello. I will. I will do my best to try and cram my hand in to try and pump his arm as best <laughs> I can. Vigorously. Yeah, as vigorously as I can with, you know, a small sliver of, of window. Got it. All right, so I will um, I, I will get the message. I'm not going <laughs> to shake Slam cousin its shut. hand, um, <laughs> but I'll, yeah. I'll open the window the rest of the way so Ashenbrenner can either climb through or talk or whatever the hell it is he's looking to do. Yeah. Ashenbrenner, what are you doing out there? Come in here, that... Robert, he's pushover, pushover. I'm sure you can get right past him. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd rather just skip over it, my friend. <clears throat> the most interesting he... tidbits. Like I'm very, very much speaking in a hushed tone because I don't want to get Robert's attention since it's obvious that Ashenbrenner is trying to avoid it. Right. Yeah. Uh, most fascinating research that uh, Ms. Henshaw and I have, uh, I think we may have had a breakthrough as far as the cause of the malady that has been afflicting these uh, unvampires. Do tell. Share it with me, friend. Yes, well, it's, it'll be quite complicated to whisper. Why don't we go around the corner where we can all three of us have a proper conversation? Excellent. And I'll climb back out the window. Yes, and it would be very important for me to discuss with you the nature of your relationship with the Morghese figure. No, no, no. no, no. Don't say that too loudly. Let us converse about this, like I said, around, around the corner. Yes, and then right. he'll close the window and say, Miss Henshaw, I believe uh, we should take a break from our studies and go out for a, a breath of fresh air, as they say. Get some of that good old-fashioned London smog into our lungs. But, Doctor, we don't need to breathe. Yeah, well, it's a... It's a 
term that people they say. They caught us. They caught us. It's it's a saying, you see, and I, I don't think they'll think too heavily on it. So let, let us be off on a small constitutional and get back to work as soon as we return. And he's like projecting that almost like badly out into the hallway. Why, yes, of course. We should take a break. And then just walk out the hall- hallway and just be like, there is a hold down the fort, Robert. We'll return shortly. He opens the door and lets you out. And then we'll go around the corner. Yeah, when I catch sight of them, I'm gonna I'm gonna invent the slow clap and then say, You two were as subtle as several <laughs> elephants falling off of several more elephants. I have threes in subterfuge and manipulation, by the way. <laughs> and it shows. Yes. Um I look, there was an option for me to take the stage at the local Christmas pageant. It was not meant to be. So But you're all together, that's the most important part. So yes, um I don't know how much you want us in character to recap everything that we've discussed and discovered and whatever, but in short form Like, to wrap up what me and the Doctor have been discussing, there is an ancient legend of Arthur and Morgana, possibly related to Morgaze, that she is draining our blood of Cain from our younglings through white blood cells. Scientifically possible. Because they attack healthy things, or is it diseased things? No, no, they attack diseases, but to a normal human body, a vampiric presence may appear the same as a common cold. Exactly. So if the white blood cells are being controlled by an almighty power of magic, they attack the vampiric part of ourselves and therefore make us back into humans. That is the gist of what we have uncovered through the writings and his scientific mumbo-jumbo. Not to call your craft mumbo jumbo but I, I i don't really understand it all that much oh no no offense taken i've called on your mysticism humbug on more than one occasion and yet here we are performing like master thespians and not elephants on top of other elephants and i'll slow clap again i happen to like elephants so i'll take it as a compliment it was meant as nothing but so if i <clears throat> might ask these books were they written by tevi are they his his diaries his notes or are these texts predating him the texts predate him but they are notes and footnotes that he made so let me let me surmise it to what's what you know if it's a discipline it's Morgaze. if Morgaze is draining it dr jackal's science is saying that the body is doing something or fighting it the contagion how she's draining it over a distance could is a discipline if it's that's what it is um and the two of them are fairly certain that it is not a spell by itself it's it's it physical reaction is happening so but a physical reaction happens from a discipline sit to excuse me sit down speed up um feel feel love feel hate feel fear so you're you're able to a discipline is able to affect and leave a result um, the magic kind of mutates things. Doctor's not seeing a mutation. He thinks, and Rosman think, this has to be the ancient Morgays drawing on the weakest among the flock and feeding. 
Gotcha. We have to test the theory, and that is usually, unfortunately, having to get our hands on the thing that's actually causing it, or what we think is causing this. Get our hands on more gaze. Well, our proverbial hands, something like it, or perhaps another vampire of her type, I'm not sure. Yes, well, that Vampire will upper. prove to be quite difficult. Uh, Ms. Mitzi, if anything else, is quite adept at keeping Morghese's location close to the vest. Well, as a Malkav, do you even want to fight her, per se? I mean, I understand Mitzi loyalty to one's Mitzi ordered clan. Kush to kill Agnes. Never mind. Mitzi is working under the direction of Morghese. In my mind, she is equal in this blame. Very well. That leaves you out of the running to protect her. Um, I'm very sorry about that old boy. I I knew that a, a little bit, but I'm. she's very bad at comforting people, so she's just stuttering and then patting his shoulder awkwardly. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm going to let it happen for just a little longer than I need to. And then, um, I don't know if we would be able to, uh, get close to an elder without being immediately dispatched. I, I think this is a very dangerous course of action. There is always the chance, and I am not one of the political sorts, and uh, also not been a vampire for very long, so uh, forgive me if this sounds like the mewings of a foolish child wanting to run to his father every time he scrapes his knee, but perhaps this is the sort of information that should be brought to Kiernan if we have reasonable suspicion that Morghese is the one causing the malady. It may be time to send this uh, to our superiors, our betters, if you will, and let them make the next call as far as what actions should be taken. That is logical, as it is beyond my scope on how to deal with an elder such as Morgazin. What if she actually is the original Morgana? She'd be, why, why she'd be very old at this point. From my understanding, she does date back to around the time of the Arthurian legend, so it is not impossible. Oh, well then she's got a bone to pick with all of England, unfortunately, since her son was denied the throne. But, anyway, another part of the legend that may not have any bearing on our situation at all. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> if it is my understanding, uh, Tevi is completely is completely exonerated by this information. Yes. Um, and if anything is certain, he is not responsible because no human could possibly manipulate the blood of Cain unless he was one of us in this manner, especially with the way that it came about. Yes, Ashenbrenner, I'm, I'm very sad to say, but it does seem that Tevi is in the clear for this particular grievance, which is not to say that I want you to give up on your 
mission of retribution, I do believe his pound of flesh is still owed to you. However, for the more pressing issue, uh, he is not the main concern. Is there some way we can 100% ascertain that he is not working in concert with someone, perhaps a, a mage who specializes in vampiric blood, much like you, Rosamond, are a vampire with a deep understanding of blood magic, could he potentially be working with uh, a mage with a deep understanding of vampiric blood? As we mentioned before, this is this ability, this plague is being caused by an ability of a special kind of design. As a Toreador, when you use your charms to lull your prey or other vampires into complacency, or the good doctor here has his own special talents as a Malkavian, or I, using the magics of my clan to increase my vitality, it's an ability that only a person who can manipulate ourselves can accomplish. So the long, the long answer... Yeah, the long answer is she can't be 100%, but they're 90%. Sure, I get... So I was going to say, I believe wholeheartedly Tevi would work with three vampires in order to decimate our population. All right. Even if it meant the decimation of humanity? I really can't say. And Ashenbrenner, while Tevi may be willing to work with, as you say, three vampires to decimate the lot of us... What ancient vampire would be willing to stoop so low as to work with a human mage? Because this is not the simple charms of one such as us. I can make myself go unseen if I so desire. I have never once had an inkling of the ability to drain people of their essence and abilities from afar. This is well beyond possibly even what somebody of Kiernan Zilk would be able to accomplish. I'm kind of just brooding, staring off into the distance. If this is indeed Morgay's, uh, why me? Why me? Why do I get embroiled in this type of fuckery. All I wanted was a quiet, wet basement. Sorry. I'm thinking out loud. I believe Morgay's just approached me in order to facilitate my cooperation in potentially murdering the two of you but i'm not going to do it yes yes potentially i don't she's not my girlfriend she is a girl who is a friend but not that good of a friend i should say not yes (sighs) at at that horatio will take ashenbrenner's hand and pump it vigorously and say, 
Yes, quite right. Brothers in arms before harlots in the street. I will I will slap him on the back. My friends, I believe we should see Prince Fuckface. Um, Rosamond's gonna be a little bit more shaken by the news. She's be like, wait, more gays? You? <sighs> she, like, grabs his shoulders as if trying to look at his aura, like, what does she do to you? Did she corrupt your soul? Ostensibly, we went on one date, tortured a priest, and now I think she sees me as some sort of undying ally. As uh, much as I enjoy concubine and things... consummation theory suddenly has a bit more water to it. Uh, That's what I was trying to say. Da, 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 da. If you need to look at my manhood under your microscopic scoper, whatever it's called, and you'll see it is clean. So if she's if she's trying to like soul search <laughs> gently but firmly remove her hands. Ostensibly, I went on one priest-torturing date, and she sees me as some sort of um, undying ally. I, I would much rather end this business than, um, what did she say, own England, bend England to my will. I, I don't have the wherewithal or the interest to bend England to my will. Not even London. Wait, I simply want to wait, go about my... Wait. Yes. Yes. What if she can hear you right now? She starts looking around like, what if she can hear us all and she knows what we're doing? I feel like we would be dead. And I'll, I'll just kind of look around and, and wait, I guess, like, kind of like, you know. Well, she apparently could conjure herself out of thin air and present herself to you as some foxy lady who likes to cull priests. This is not a normal thing being we're dealing with so if we wanted to go speak to the people who actually know how to handle these situations it would be best to do it swiftly Rosamond I do not I do not associate with normal beings normal beings are terribly boring but there is a difference between a normal being and some sort of um, eternal uh, insane witch goddess honestly I'd rather just sit at home quietly with a, with a mug of some sort of silicon tar mix that I can put on the face of, of, a, of a person in a cage. It's, it's, it's not important. I've chosen to not deal with that. Let's, let's go and address the prince, and perhaps we should go faster rather than slower in case Morgaze is listening. Morgaze, if you're listening, I'm sorry you've misread things i think we should torture other people. cool it off <laughs> see other people yeah exactly i, I think you I think should find should... your other arthur <laughs> another yeah, i think you should <laughs> i think you should kill other people I think we and should i'll kill, kill other, other people. people exactly yeah and and, and nary the twain shall meet exactly yeah okay so ashenbrenner has decided not to take the 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 bait of i can make this all wonderful for you and make you the artist you want to be by having england to do and bend and twist as you wish uh, which is a very nice way to. That's very nice of you, Ashenbrenner. I wasn't sure how you would handle that. It's it's, a lot it, of but like you said, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's exactly. a lot of work. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. You know, if someone was, you know, if Kiernan was like, "Hey, now you're going to be the primogen," it would be like, "Ugh." That would be the reaction. Ugh. Right. 
<laughs> All right. So, um, Dr. Rosmond, you have the information. You're set. Everybody okay getting to Kiernan? That's the idea? Yeah, if we uh, yep. know how to do such a thing. I mean, we've always been summoned or met him somewhere, I think. Correct. So what we're going to do is, Doctor, if the best way to be to have Simona and Evelyn, or Evelyn, whoever you can reach first, make an appointment with Kiernan, uh, we'll have to bring the politicos back in for this final discussion about this. Uh, and then we'll find out exactly what Kiernan's, you know, we'll have to come up with a plan on how to stop more gays. Ashenbrenner has another piece of information that's vital, which is she just needs a little more time. So perhaps we can use that some way to slow her down or stop her. And or possibly or, also yeah. her location. Uh, he also has a very good piece of information about where she needed him to lead the two of you. Yeah, so that's the or thing. The, or the three of you. I don't, yeah, exactly. I don't know if that is where she is or where she wants us to be. So, right. Yeah. But we, I'm sure that'll all get sorted out. Guys, awesome job tonight. I hope this reveal makes sense now. It's starting to come together. Uh, you, you played it well. I don't want to go too much further without the other two, especially since this final decision is going to play out how the third chapter starts off. So um, thank you. Uh, we'll post this one and call it done, and we'll pick up again in a, you know next time. From I guess from me and my players, thank you so much for listening. Guys, great job, and we'll see you next time. Toodaloo. Woo. Woo. <laughs> Whoa. I, we're not dating. <laughs> we're, we're not dating. We're just a thing. Not it's just we're not, not, we're not we're not making it, it a thing. one we're... time. Time. One time. <laughs> one stop time we tortured a priest. Stop sending me weird <laughs> gift baskets and cards. I yeah. one time. A kiss is not a contract. As, Ooh, as the Concords would say. There you go. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to Hellfire Nights. You can like, share, and subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts. To help support our network of real play adventure shows, please visit us at patreon.com forward slash the Bardic College. And for as little as $3 a month, you can get access to behind the scenes reels, interviews with players and storytellers, and exclusive adventures featuring your favorite characters from our shows.